Hey! Welcome to Third World Gaming. My name is Martin. We got Charles, aka Swordman, here, also from Sakura Index. Hey, man, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. I mean, I am absolutely deep into Monster Hunter right now, so it is a good time for me, and I think for a lot of people too. I I heard like uh, last week. Well, well, when people are gonna listen to this, it'll be three weeks ago already. Uh, yourself mm-hmm. and a couple of our friends from Raymaru Files talked about Monster Hunter Risei Kujikawa. I mean, Monster Hunter Rise. <laughs> and, and, you know, that was a very deep discussion. Yeah, we pretty much went into a lot of our first impressions and a lot of our thoughts, given how, you know, we we kind of jumped into the game as soon as it released. And we kind of go into detail on that so if you want to see more of that like a lot of that deeper discussion what our thoughts are on some of the new mechanics some of the new weapons uh some of the weapons new moves the monsters and some of the new game mechanics that they introduced you can go ahead and check it out over at raymaru files yeah it's just there and raymaru files always has well almost always has this uh, rf talk it happens every sunday night mm-hmm. is that right Yep, every Sunday night you want you can watch the stream live as it goes on, contribute on uh, put on the comments in there, amen, talk amen. along with us. We'll take a look at it and you know, the usual discussions. That's true. Like uh, I drop by sometimes and check it out. My problem is like the time they're on is the time we're on recording our other show here in channel14.com. So it's kind of like ah. after I'm done, only that's the time I kind of jump in. And if you notice always like the last 30 minutes, last mm-hmm, few minutes, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. But it's still all good. Like, my favorite episode uh, was the bad movies. And then uh, I think Alan recommended me Double Dragons. Like, really? This is good? <laughs> then I checked it out on YouTube and some of the audio is like cut off. Like, I can't understand this. And then, oh, I can hear it again. I can't hear it again. Oh, I can hear it again. But yeah, there are a lot of movies that we can probably bring up that are just absolutely oh, like varying yeah. degrees of terrible. I mean, like Mortal Kombat 1, the movie was good. And then you saw Annihilation. And like, what the hell happened? Yeah, I'm just kind of excited for the upcoming oh, remake yes. or rather like a reboot of the Mortal Kombat movie franchise. Me too. I'm like mostly excited how they're gonna do the jacks thing well i think we saw the trailers how the head how the arms got mm-hmm. torn off but you know what i mean like this is gonna be cool yeah I'm, I'm actually just pretty excited at the fact that they're gonna be exploring more of the backstory of uh, scorpion and sub-zero and the rest yes. of the Lin Kuei. so that should be pretty exciting to see and then what seeing how it ties it in with the rest of the earth realm heroes and Amen. how they you know enter the tournament so mm-hmm. we'll see tentatively excited yeah, i'm because... still a little bit iffy on the new uh protagonist their their main character i forgot what his name was that new guy who's the new guy they're introducing a movie original character Ooh, and he's boy. supposed to be like the main character of the movie so i'm like okay so we perhaps we have this new guy instead of johnny cage i guess that's okay I mean, uh, I guess so. Johnny Cage would have be would have been like great, but yeah, you guys, you guys, you do. I mean, like they defended it and saying we already have a personality of Johnny Cage and Kano. Like, wait, Kano's an asshole. 
He's a cold-blooded yeah. killer. He's not Johnny Cage. Unless unless you made, you know, Kano like Freeze of Dragon Ball Z abridged, then I kind of understand what you mean. <laughs> well, we'll have to see. I mean, there's a lot that's, that we still don't know about it. So I'm still yeah. going to give it the benefit of the doubt. But here's the thing. Compared to the 90s movies, you said they'll focus on the Lin Kuei, yet you mentioned the new protagonist. Mm-hmm. How are they going to do that? I don't know. They basically just said that, oh, this new guy has the same like like tattoo or whatever marking that appeared on, on him, which is basically saying, hey, you're going to be part of Mortal Kombat over in the uh, in the this other realm. So, you know, apparently Sonya and Jax have that marking as well. And so does Kung Lao and uh, Liu Kang. Okay. So. We'll see. I mean, there's a lot they haven't shown. So there's a lot, there's really a lot more questions up in the air. And until they release more information, it's it's really hard to say how they can possibly tie it all in. I know, right? But hey, I'm looking forward to this new take when they focus on the ninjas. So if I call them ninjas. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's Lin Kuei <laughs> and the Kowloon. Or something. I forgot the other one. Lin Kuei is the clan I of Scorpion, I can't right? remember or subject. Uh I I I think I think they're general like group I think they're the Linque. Yeah, because the they're Linque, just like divided into clans or something. Yeah, the clans. I'm not sure. I can't remember. The lore's a little bit iffy. You know how Mortal Kombat lore tends to yeah. be kind of all Confusing. over the place. Yeah. Mhm. Although uh, I do like the recent MK11 given all of the oh, you know yeah. extra characters they've added. Arnold and then Rambo. <laughs> Yeah, like he, it oh, might as well no. be like a love letter to all of these nineteen eighties like video game movies and everything. I mean, if if you were the kid in the nineties playing Mortal Kombat two, and then there's a bonus character of Rambo or like Terminator, oh man, oh man, man, that is just like amazing. Yeah, you have Rambo, you have Terminator, you have RoboCop in there. RoboCop. That's like everything you wanted in one game. It's it's definitely, you know, a tribute to that time when those (sighs) movies were out. So definitely mad props for that. Oh, God. Uh, No, Mortal Kombat is one thing I doubt I'll be streaming on Twitch. And speaking of streaming, like I tried OBS like last night to to stream Retromania mm. Wrestling. I kind of got to fit the menu screen, but once the video game game starts already, like I'm in the Rumble, the screen kind of effed up. <laughs> Apparently, you have to readjust it in your OBS. So yeah, this is the section uh... where I'm kind of talking about my noobish OBS skills. <laughs> It takes practice, and I would probably say you can you can practice recording it first before actually streaming, streaming it, because at least that way you have the benefit of it just being a recorded video. Then if you see something messes up, then at least you can adjust it, and you only have a recorded video. Oh, yeah. I also yeah. recommend trying the Streamlabs deck. It's basically a phone app that you can use to connect to your OBS, oh, if you're using Streamlabs OBS, that is, and not just the normal OBS, because those are like two separate things. So Streamlabs OBS is basically OBS with extra bells and whistles. 
and there, there's a mobile app that lets you use that to control your stream. So it's kind of like having that second screen to control the stuff that happens on stream without having a second monitor or having to alt tab. Oh yeah. Because in OBS, I have to alt tab sometimes just to fix the video, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah, studio mode helps a lot as well. So that that's definitely something that you can, you know, just practice with, but you'll get better over time, no doubt. I really hope so. Next thing you know, you'll be having all of these, you'll be gifting subs on Twitch uh, and doing raids. So yeah, I've been seeing people do that. And speaking of raids, let's go back to Monster Hunter Rise. What are your first impressions of it? And what does HR mean? Like Hunter ranking, right? Is that the yep, Hunter HR7? rank. <clears throat> so uh, to sum it up, Monster Hunter is a game about hunting monsters. So clearly by the title... <laughs> you basically have like 14 different weapons to choose from. And these each of these 14 weapons have varying play styles. And you can find maybe at least one weapon in there that you find kind of fun to play as. Whether it be something slow and heavy like the Great Sword, or if you want the power of God and anime on your side, you have the Long Sword, where you can do a whole bunch of Batojutsu crap. So, by the way, I'm a Long Sword main, so... Just, just saying. <laughs> Ooh, you long uh, <laughs> But yeah, you have so you have these different weapons, and then you have these different monsters with different attack patterns, elements, uh, weaknesses, strengths, and this in, this massive map that you can basically go through and fight these monsters to gather materials to craft even more powerful armor and weapons for yourself, so that you can fight the next even bigger monster that comes your way. Yeah. So as you progress, you're kind of like your, your uh, progression is measured in a sense through what your rank is. And as you do these quests, these key quests, you eventually hit a point where you get this urgent rank up quest, which after you complete it, you are basically promoted to the next hunter rank. So you start off at mm -hmm. hunter rank one, then two, mm -hmm. then three, then four. And the current cap mm -hmm. in multiplayer for the game, mm -hmm. I think, is um, Hunter Rank 7. And they're going to be trickling out more content as, you know, as uh, time goes on, much like they did as well in Monster Hunter World. They added more monsters. They added locales. And who knows? Maybe at some point we'll see something like an expansion in the same vein as Iceborne. So I'm guessing that for a lot of people who got into Monster Hunter through Monster Hunter World, uh, Rise is definitely going to be something that takes a little bit of adjustment, especially since it's on the Switch. And I think they're planning to release it on, uh, on PC. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But I think they're planning to. But yeah, that's definitely, uh, you get those these Hunter ranks. And my thoughts on the game is, Overall, it's really fun. I mean, I played Monster Hunter. I started playing back in the PSP with Monster Hunter Freedom Unite. I didn't quite like it as much. Uh, then I, I stopped playing. I got back in Monster Hunter 4. And I've enjoyed it since. Although I did skip Monster Hunter World because of uh, scheduling and a bunch of other life things happened that... I couldn't really dedicate as much time into 
something like Monster Hunter, which kind of requires a bit of an investment because it's you really get into it. You're grinding all of these different uh, wet monster parts to build, you know, to craft all these new weapons, all new armor, and you only use it to get even more powerful. Um, other impressions, I like the wire bug. That's definitely that's a new feature that I feel adds a lot of depth and options to how you play your, you know, with your weapons. Because even something like the greatsword, which is notoriously slow and something that requires a lot of skill to really master, can now have this like bump in mobility because of this new wirebug mechanic, which which I probably should explain is basically this insect that lets you uh, act like as if you had the uh, Attack on Titan 3D maneuvering gear. You launch like a line forward in whatever direction you're facing, and then a, a wire comes out, and then you basically get catapulted in that direction. So you can imagine you're going, you and your friends are fighting this monster. You all wire bug at the same time, and then in the background you can hear "Sasageo, Sasageo," <laughs> and you all just kind of start, you know, hammering down on this, you know, on this uh, monster. Even better if you're all using like dual blades. So oh it really feels like you're, you're, <laughs> you're attack attacking. on Titan right now, yes. which of course recently ended. So congratulations um, to everybody, to all the fans of Attack on Titan. You have your ending, yes. um, whether you like it or not. <laughs> are you a fan of the Attack on Titan series? I'm only a, I just see it on my feed and I see the memes. Uh, I watched it. season one. I watched uh -huh. season one. I kind of lost track of it after that. I've been checking in and out once in a while, but I can't say that I've watched it consistently, you know, after season one. But you know, props to everybody who's a big fan. Amen. It's props. a it's a nice long series that's finally hit its conclusion. Oh yeah, was there ever a video game on Attack on Titan? Because there are no several. I think there are several. Oh, I think okay. of Attack on Titan, uh, varying degrees of okay and a lot of them i think are bad from what i've heard i think there's one that's kind of good i can't remember which one it is but yeah i'm probably not an expert in that area Same here. given so yeah what, the gaming scene is definitely going to be saturated with you know a lot of memes on monster hunter in the coming days oh yeah i mean i just love how the first ones were like they did have some persona jokes because Monster Hunter Rise, and like I said, the Persona 4 character with the same mm -hmm. spelling. <laughs> had a laugh <laughs> at that. Kujikawa. Yeah. And I remember like three years ago, like to this day, we were releasing a certain number of Persona 5 related episodes. So that was like a blast from the past, Charles. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, just last week until the end of april I, I guess persona 5 royal deluxe edition is like way cheaper in the psn store compared to the normal ones so i'm like i'm kind of salty i told this to <laughs> Ren, i'm kind of salty because i bought the normal one last year and i've yet to finish right. it. I, i'm still i'm still in the very first dungeon i'm still in the pe teacher's dungeon and here i am persona 5 strikers i'm already at the second stage like, mm, are you mm. coming back to Persona 5 Royal, Martin? 
Uh, I'm kind of here. I gotta have Genshin, you know, those things. Yeah, I think when it comes to certain games, some of them are kind of like lifestyle games in a sense. Uh Something like Genshin, something like uh, Monster Hunter, Destiny, Warframe. These are things that are intentional time sinks that you kind of commit to and it kind of becomes one of your main games that even if you're playing some other stuff on the side you kind of check in on it and allocate a certain amount of your time for it and in my case i've recently kind of retired from genshin because i knew that i had to play monster hunter so i made the choice i gotta drop you genshin monster hunter is here i'm coming home I'm coming home to wherever the location of Monster Hunter is. What location is Monster Hunter? <laughs> Currently, it's Kamura Village. It's yeah. a very, uh, it's a nice like Japanese themed town in the mountains. You are Kamahoma to village. Yes. You Kamahoma to... Oh god. But yeah. So Persona Five. I mean, I'm sure there's always going to be a place for Persona. Amen. You know, for a lot of people and. Speaking of though, Atlas and their and the Persona series, Isn't have it... you considered getting the upcoming remaster? I guess remaster of the Shin Megami Tensei uh, Nocturne. Well, I'm not an SMT fan, so I have no clue. I think, think our it fr- might be you... our friend mm-hmm. Neo might. I know he might, but mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. me. I'm like more of just persona i see i see especially because i'm planning to give it a try that because i haven't i've never is it uh, uh, that i've heard that that as well i've heard it as well because i haven't really played uh an smt game so nocturne i feel as if if done right i'm probably gonna pick it up and it's gonna be my first foray into the the parent series that launched persona it's like, I, I don't know. I got into Persona, but right now I'm sticking to Genshin until I get sick of it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I, I got to finish this new story, uh, the the little, little baby Ocinid thing. It's kind of fun. Ah. It reminds me of Pokemon. Someone actually made a meme out of this. It's like a Pokemon Go. Because you have to capture ah. the, the water illusions using the bubble things <laughs> yeah i have heard that comparison as well when, when a friend of mine was telling me about it and i'm like funny, man. i'll think about trying it but i'm kind of into monster hunter right now but i'll yeah, see yeah. Well, I, I might revisit because I, I tried um because right child is on the banner right now oh yeah so i kind of logged in again a couple days ago i think and i tried to spend whatever uh, primo gems I had left yeah. and you know just to see who knows right maybe maybe Genshin will be maybe the Genshin will try to woo me back you know it'll try to woo me back by giving me uh, the limited five star banner I got nothing got jack nothing I got, got Rosaria either. sure Ooh, but you okay. know that was about it yeah I got Rosaria Other than too that, I'm good with that I'm happy my life is fine now 
So yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like, okay, I guess you really don't want me back again, Shin. Yeah. So I haven't launched it since. And I think it's against this way of, we know you want to play Monster Hunter here. <laughs> Come back to us when you're not busy. <laughs> they know your priorities. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like good guy Genshin, not like good guy trying Genshin. To, not trying to reel you back in with a child. I mean a Tartagina, not the child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That sounds wrong. FBI, open up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Question. Yeah. It's a it's a bit of a can of worms. Would you like to dis? discuss the recent controversy oh, yes would you like to talk about it oh you know the the, the game they they kind of mm-hmm. giving shit of about the hill churls about them being yes, the hilly churls hey this game has been on since what september and only now you're talking shit about the hill churls yeah and huh. i don't know because ah. another thing, another thing I have to say though is that I don't see the Hillichurls as like quote unquote evil. Yeah, they're not. If if you play they're, the game, if, if, you you yeah, know if anything. The the entire <laughs> Ella Musk quest, right? Yes. Like the Ella Musk commissions is proof that the Hillichurls are not just some, you know, Random evil tribe guy. that exists to be killed. No, it's. They're, you know, they're, what do you call that? They are a separate tribe with their own uh, ways of communication. They have a language. They have yes. a culture. It just so happens that, you know, they there's a lot like of conflict and inter- <laughs> conflicting interests, right? Yes. It's there's like, a lot of conflicting interests. It's with, like Star uh, Wars, man. And... You know, the sand people. <clears throat> you don't touch them, they don't they're touch just... you. But if you're there, like, in their territory, oh, man, they're going to try to kill you. <laughs> basically that i mean there's, there's a lot that they sure there's a lot that they haven't explained yet about the hillichurls and mm-hmm. you know their general the, the culture that they have as a as a as a as people a, or as a separate people. race right yeah so it's really hard to just go off the bat and there's another thing as well like we have like other similar we have other games as well that have like similar tribal uh, people. I mean, we have the uh, what do you call it? The what do you call it? The Bacoblins in Legend of Zelda. Oh God! Yeah, wh- where they based? Right, you know how Genshin, Genshin was originally. Yes. Right, because Genshin was originally based off of Breath of the Wild, right? Amen. So, like, there's the Bacoblins there as well, and like, why don't they get? Why weren't they called out for this kind of thing at the time? It's it's just you know, it's a little. It's it's just not. I don't think the arguments are valid. I don't know, Charles. It's it's like, you know, I don't have a loving relationship with Twitter, especially Western Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it's coming from Western Twitter, man. It's not coming from us. It's like, oh, look at these guys. They're talking about it. They're making this tribe look bad. I'm like, okay, colonizer. Nice job, colonizer. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Where are you from? Oh, right. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then someone's giving them shit about um, about Genshin not having diverse characters. So this is a Chinese company. Hmm. And then I they, mean, I don't know, man. Like, okay. There, like, here's the thing about diversity: is at least from my perspective, if you're going to be discussing something, or if you're going to be incorporating something like diversity into a game's narrative into a into world building because 
I mean, I, I do a fair amount of world building myself in terms of like D&D campaigns, yeah. creating all these different settings and in a, in a little bit of story writing, right? They so the thing the about- point on that though, hmm? right? They kind of missed the point on that though. They want diversity. Do they even see the race? There's different races already. There's human. There's people with elf ears. There's a small cat person. There's hmm. a demigod. There you go. There's gods dressed up as humans. That's a diverse cast already. Yeah, and, and also one thing, like cultural diversity, from my perspective, is also dependent on the context of the world that you're making. Yeah. So in the world of Genshin that we're at, at right now, as we see it, we have access to two main areas, Mondstadt and, uh, Liwei. and Liwei, right? Yep. So these two have clear... Uh, a kind of like parallels to some real world culture, right? Yep. So naturally, if these uh, two locations have their kind of parallels, it kind of stands to reason that a good majority of the population you'll see in these two areas are mostly going to be from whatever city. So of mm. course, people in Mondstadt, a lot majority of them are going to be people who were born and raised in Mondstadt. And occasionally, you'll see a couple of people from elsewhere going about their business. Oh, Same yeah. thing with Li Wei. Like a good chunk of the people in Li Wei are their natural citizens. And occasionally, you do have some people who are there who are like born in other areas. Like you take a look at Kaya, for example. Yep. So Kaya was adopted into like story spoilers for anybody who hasn't <laughs> gone into the story. But, you know, Kaya is the adoptive brother of Diluc, right? Yeah, yeah, and he was adopted from you know, and his family is from a from a far off country where, the, which would explain why he has tanned skin, which is you know very and you know and why different his appearance is very different, Dilla, especially yeah. from Dilla. So you have all these other characters from different areas as well, but it stands to reason that a good chunk of these characters are going to be natives to the locales that you're currently in, which is Monstant and Li Wei. So maybe until we start exploring other areas like Fontaine or, you know, uh, Snezhnaya or, you know, the, the Chasm or any of the other nearby areas, we're probably not going to get to see as much people from these other cultures and other, you know, races that uh, we'll be seeing in the game. We, don't, we haven't even reached Inazuma yet. Exactly. And then like the only tanned or dark skinned characters we have is like Kaya and Zinyan. And this is where I get back to the cringe on Twitter. Like someone like cosplayed as Zinyan, I'm like, good for you, but I think you're missing the point here. You're missing the whole point here. Well, what's your problem with the game then? If you're talking about diversity on the game that's not yet even complete in its map. It's like Yeah, I mean like if, Same thing if, with like uh, I think Witcher, yeah. right? Witcher three. Yeah. It's a it's a very like it's a fixed location and it's very Polish in its background, and the general motif of the world is in that kind of setting. So it makes sense that a good chunk of the people that you'll be seeing there are going to be like predominantly white for the most part. Yeah, it's, it's like it's weird. What if it's a period piece and then you know that place is dom predominantly white? There's no age of exploration yet, and then someone's going to blast them. There's no diversity here. I'm like, 
Wow, what an idiot. Yeah, like ultimately it has to boil down to the context of the story and the world that you're that you're telling. So if it makes sense to have diversity in a particular setting or, you know, to have like these different cultures meld or merge into a certain area. So you'll have like a natural, like broad or wide diversity of different character archetypes and different, you know, uh, basically just different kinds of characters. And it makes sense. Li Wei is a, is a trading harbor. And the usually most of the time you see are just like these other traders from Snezhnaya. And while they haven't explained why the other, why we don't see a whole lot of other people there in terms of like, you know, like other from other locations, we yeah. have seen a handful of characters who do say they're from like Inazuma or yeah, but, uh, like, or Snezhnaya. Yeah, but maybe it's because uh, the water route is only good for Sesnaya and other part and mm. the other parts might still be landlocked and they have to go to Sesnaya just to go to Liwei. You got to think about so, yeah, we, there's, there's a lot we don't know yet. So like That's contextually, it's, it's, again, we don't have the whole picture yet. And this is a game that's going to continue to only build more and more and unlock more areas for us to, Amen. you know, uncover and explore. So yeah. it's really hard to say, like, again, diversity is a good thing, yes. but it needs to be done in a way that is also, you know, that serves the story. Not just it has diversity to also be done in a way that favors the hmm. sake. Not just for diversity's sake, because people will see like mm-hmm. that. Like it's you can't just have diversity as lip service because it's just as meaningless. Right? It has to, if you're yeah. gonna insert diversity into something, it has to mean something. It has to have value. And it's like have it's like no different than having like the token black guy in a movie in a horror movie just because you need one, right? Oh, it's, yeah. I mean, it would be nice to have, I mean, it would be nice to have that diversity, but you can't just, you can't do it all willy-nilly. You need to do it right, I think. Yeah, there has to be the right way. There is a right way, and there are less right ways to do it. <laughs> and we're not right. going to the latter. But yeah, basically, since you opened this up, for me, it's just Twitter being stupid again. That's it. That's all we can say about that. Twitter doing Twitter yeah. things. Twitter be Twitter. So what can we do? A lot of tweets. It's like I also saw a meme like someone saying boycott Genshin first week. Next week, oh my god, look at the child banner. I got two of him in one ten row. Like, ah, yes, boycott. I mean, if Good it's job. the same person, then you know. Yeah. You know. That's just, very that's just weird, you know. Trend jacking. Uh, maybe one day we'll have a video game called Clout. It's mostly like trying to make a big fuss on a social media app and getting a lot of likes. And I can imagine that a game like that might already exist, like as a budget indie game somewhere. You know? Yeah, that'd be nice. It wouldn't to surprise me if something like that already does exist somewhere. True. Especially if we if, if sites like Newgrounds were still a thing. Oh my god, I miss. You remember Newgrounds? I love Newgrounds. Kids. Games. All you kids out there, you mi- if you don't know what Newgrounds is, you missed out on a great thing. Yeah, it was both great and a bit terrible because there are certain games you, you know, a flash game of beat up ex-celebrity name or like, 
Yeah, yeah it, it's so. basically it, it's a it was like a wild west of oh, yeah. games where you had a lot of people just making stuff in their little dinky PC and then just putting it out there. Some were just super broken and not even <laughs> playable. While there were a couple of really funny ones that were just like absolute gems to play. But the, yeah, like you, you kind of had to do a little bit of digging to find the good stuff amid some of the nasty stuff. Oh, yeah. New Grands, I miss it. But Genshin, all in all, I'm kind of enjoying this update compared to the, the Lantern Festival update. And they're I doing it like the like, Lantern update. I don't know. I like, I like the Lantern update. The, I didn't like the, I don't know, the tower defense kind of update. It didn't. I, I liked it. I like tower defense. Yeah, that's good. Me, I'm like, I didn't want to spend time on this, so I just did it a few times, and then like, eh, never mind. I like tower defense, so you know, I can't complain. This event, though, the the other the recent event, the Windbloom one, I also liked as well because there was a variety of different stuff that you could do. Yeah, it was literally like, hey, enjoy all of these mini games for you to play. Though some are like, you, it makes you want to rage quit. But when you get the hang of it, it's like, ah, okay, it's this easy, pala. Okay, because uh, my first two tries, like in the the one where you gotta fall, you don't have to fall down. You have to follow the certain path to the goal, or like you have to dodge some bubbles. Man, mm, I sucked mm. at that. Then like eventually, like I got the hang of it. Like, hey, this is pretty fun at all. Ah, uh, the running to... one where you have to yeah. run up the slope. Yeah, I didn't have to throw my controller at something anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that was something like that. <laughs> that yeah. was fun. But uh, props to Genshin for making those, you know, rage-inducing games, mini games. But eventually, you know, you'll find, you'll have fun. You'll have fun. That's a good part. Yeah, I hope they I hope they bring back tower defense, but make it, you know, more multiplayer. Like make it up to four players and make the maps yeah. kind of challenging. I didn't that like would it. be it's nice to have. Two. I think that's the four thing. player intense would be nice. Yeah, four players should have been the thing, not like just two. I think that's what kind of irked me. It could have been more. Mm. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, uh, basically, I'm waiting for next week as we're recording this, like when they start to do the new. They're gonna update the Genshin story. There will be an update in the main storyline again, mm, but I think it's gonna be brief. It's you trying to meet your brother or sister, so that mm. will be very interesting. Definitely would be. <laughs> would be like double dragon. <laughs> oh god, I hope not. Evil. <laughs> oh no, Jimmy and Jimmy. What were the names? J- Jimmy and Billy Lee. Yeah. Billy and Jimmy Lee, oh, double God. dragon. <laughs> so yeah, aside from that, I've been trying to play Persona Five Strikers. Pretty fun game. Uh, I'm enjoying it so far. Just where are you slow. playing? Uh, it's on it's on Switch, right? Or are you where are you playing uh, it? PS4. It has a PS4. PS4. Version. Okay. I bought it okay. on the PSN uh, site, so I'm good. I'm I see. Uh, right. Right. Because if it's on the Switch, damn, I gotta buy Switch here, really. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's rough over there. I know. Yeah, but it's funny. I think they have more 
Persona 5 strikers on stock here for the Switch than on the PS4. Because they never had a physical copy of Royal here for the past 12 months. They have oh, The Last okay. of Us too, because there's a lot of stock of that worldwide. Hey, mm-hmm. I, I guess mm-hmm. the awards were worth it though. So I, I guess, congrats. <laughs> but yeah, so hmm, yeah, Persona 5 Strikers. They haven't really announced anything else, right? For the Persona 5 or rather the, the Persona, the Persona Projects. Yeah. Which is weird, Charles, because this year Strikers is, is the last one. This year is the 25th anniversary, right? We'll see. But then again, it's still April. So yeah, we'll see. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean if they're having if they're if they're gonna have like a bunch of uh content coming out, like the concert, right? And other okay. things, most likely they will do something to celebrate the question is what and given that strikers is out and they've run out of games to kind of you know feature it might just be a matter of time before they decide to release you know just announce announce really at least some new stuff to look forward to yeah i hope it's a game but if not hey uh, what if it's an anime series that you know does persona q2 or like that or or hear me out what if they collaborated again with arc system works to release a persona arena oh my god but no longer just 2d sprites like they did before but 3d models in the same way like guilty gear strive or grand blue fantasy versus or dragon ball fighters oh my god oh god yes i hope right right i hope so <laughs> and they can kind of like build off of the models that they use in the Persona dance games. Yeah, Take because... that, polish it up a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. make it a bit more fighting game y, and you've got yourself a nice 3D Persona fighting game that Arxis can turn into an absolute, you know, brawler fest. But for me, it's like aside from a possible fighting game, because it's been a while, like it'll be what? If they don't have it by next year, it'll be 10 years since Persona 4 Arena. I imagine that if unless the unless their resources were all dedicated to the Nocturne remake. Oh yeah. Or rather remaster, I'm pretty sure that they've had teams working on other projects in parallel to that. I hope right? So. If they were working on games like Persona on uh, on Royal and uh Strikers, Strikers. Then I'm pretty sure, like, because that game already, you know, like Strikers came out, or just came out recently. Uh, Royal came out a couple months ago. So that means that the teams must have already finished more or less, you know, doing the development. And a good chunk of their team must have been free to start doing something else. So if ever they announce something, it might come out sooner than we think. I really hope so, man. Another dream thing I wanted to have, but I doubt this is going to happen. Like, there will be mm-hmm. a crossover between either Persona 1 or 2 with the new line of Persona. But I doubt because the main writer is <sighs> kind of gone from the Persona team, right? Yeah, that's going to be a tough one for Persona 1 and 2. If anything, because 
the one and two the, the the entire vibe of persona one and two was just very different yeah from that of three so it's really hard because it's almost like they're unrelated games at this point oh yeah you know like the tone of persona one and two were just that much darker mm-hmm. than True. that of uh the current or the rather the modern persona games because you have something like persona 3 which in itself at launch was easily pretty dark given you know a lot of its motif its imagery shooting yourself in the head the the dark hour it was a very dark game thematically and you know visually you had all the blues and the greens for as a motif of the as a color palette for the game right yep and that was a bit that was like a half step between persona 1 and 2 and what would eventually follow in personas 4 and 5 which is a bit more glitzy glamour a little bit more pop a little bit more you know dynamic in its uh mm-hmm. storytelling and sure it still tackled some dark themes like identity like what your identity and murder uh and whatnot in persona 4 and then you have, you know, the mystery of the whodunit. You have this, like, um, what's this? This heist-motivated, uh, oh, yeah. uh, this like, heist-motif game, which dealt with things like all sorts of abuse in society, right? Mm-hmm. So you have, like, sexual abuse that they tackled in uh, the first chapter. Oh, yeah. You have, like, abuse of your, like, you know, of your talent, yeah. right? Your power and your talent of, you know, of people below you and, with, uh, what's his name? Was it Madarame? Madarame, yeah, the artist. Right? And then you have all these other, uh, basically, abusers of power in uh, Persona 5. So, you know, you still dealt with the dark themes, but the presentation became so much brighter and so much more colorful compared to, like, P1 and 2, which was admittedly much more somber in tone. So, I don't know. It's, it's really hard for me to see them getting connected if anything, because they're just so different. Yeah, but like maybe just a one-off cameo or something. I don't know. Cameo would be nice, yeah. I think. Cameo that that might nice. be more feasible. Yeah. Just to kind of show you like what is the relationship or what's the timeline now between yes. these different, <laughs> you know, uh, games. Especially three, five. four, and five. The three, four, and five are definitely, you know, like you you kind of get a feel that they're much more closely connected. Yeah, five to each other. They're not giving us the year, but we can figure it out. They're just mm. being coy about it. If you notice, it's 2000XX or 2000XY or 2000. Mm. You know? because, yeah, I think it's more like yeah. they don't want it to be tied, I guess, to a specific period anymore compared to something like P3 and 4. Mm. So, yeah, I, I hope they can tie it up for at least not just in a PQ2 way that, oh, we're, we stuck you in this time vacuum that you have to get out of here. You know, I guess that would be interesting. But yeah, uh, before we go, uh, what are you waiting for in Monster Hunter Rise? Because you're already in HR7. Is there an update mm-hmm. that's coming soon? Or it's going to be a bit later? I believe that there are some new, con- there's new content that's going to be released soon for uh, Monster Hunter Rise. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm still in the middle of farming some gear. So hopefully I'll be able to farm all of that up and be ready when the new content drops. So we'll see. 
I haven't quite read up on it, but I have been told that there's going to be new stuff coming in soon, and I am excited for it. So hopefully, uh, I I'll be able to you know really dig into that, and it's not going to be something outside of my reach because I don't have the right equipment. All right. Yeah. Same here. I mean, I'm waiting for well, if. The rumors are right. We'll get big Dong Zong Zong Li on a future banner. The rerun banner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I can't wait to get C1 Zong Li because I'm having fun with, you know, C0 Zong Li. What more would Yeah, C1 double be? Dong. Double Dong Zhang would be nice. Double Dong Zong. <laughs> Two pillars for one man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Double the pillars. Double the fun. Hopefully, double the double, double the shield. You know, that's, that's how he uses that. We hold R two and then boosh. Yeah, and then you get the shield up. Mm-hmm. And I hope the AOE is gonna be stacked, so like I can, I can demolish a lot of rocks and collect them for my collection. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> know what I mean? So hey, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. have you been streaming Monster Hunter with your friends? On Twitch, I don't have a I don't have a, a capture card, so unfortunately, I cannot stream. But it is on my wish list, and I may be getting one soon. Nice. So nice. that remains to be seen. So we'll uh, see. Thank you so much for this episode, man. So where can they check you out online? You can always check out my Twitter, which is going to be at Sword9, where I tweet all sorts of nonsense, retweet VTubers, and all sorts of business like that, and occasionally give out my uh, thoughts on certain things I've watched, like the recent Dota animated series. So that's on my Twitter. Uh, you can also check me out, of course, at sakuraindex.jp and the same Facebook page of Sakura Index. And do look forward, well, do check it out. By the time this episode does go out, my article on the on the VTuber should be out already by then. So check it out. If it's not, then I'm a complete disappointment. But I will try not to be. So you keep your eye on that. It yes. should be there. And you can check this show out here at channel14.com. Don't forget to check out our other shows like Bodega Nights, Past episodes of Jobber Talk, Radio Norm, and Third World Linux. And uh, yeah, we're also on Facebook, as Charles said, Sakura Index, which has the website, sakuraindex.jp. Check out his article. Check out our previous articles. That also includes the Asus ROG Phone 5, which, as of this recording, April 10, has released its uh, launch video. So congratulations to Asus. And, and also check out RF Talk, which I was, I yeah. went into full detail with on Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. And even before that, if you want to look back on my thoughts on the dark, on the, uh, the dark, dark, dark Snyder cut. Oh, so <laughs> do check that out as well. Yes. And it's all on uh, Ray Maru Files Facebook page. And uh, on behalf of Charles, aka So9, this is Martin. We'll see you here as we go. On with the road to 100. Goodbye. Ciao.